Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora, Jason. I see you've got a stem. Thank you so much for noticing right off the back. Bat? Right Bat. off the back. Bat? Bat with a T. Our current winner of New Zealand Bird of the Year, the Pika Pika, right off the bat. The Pee Waka Waka. No. It's the fantail. Sorry. <laughs> Is it the Pika Pika? Yeah. Okay. I'd Are you sure? sure? No, I'm not. Wait, but I'm, I'm like, it felt like I had no, no qualms, which I'm also not sure if that's how you use that word. Yeah. In saying Pika Pika, just straight away. Pika like Pika is a place. The long tail bat is... Oh, sorry. Pika Pika Toroa. Yes, that's her. That's yeah. her right off the bat. She's not allowed to enter again this year. Makes sense. Yeah, one and done. It was publicity stunt hard. Yeah, I can't wait. Have we talked about Bird of the Year yet? There Not has at been all, some... but it's no time like the present to bring it up. To okay. all those who are new to Kick On's pod, there is a time of the year where we invest a lot of our energy into supporting Bird of the Year. Mm. We start we start a campaign That's right. to support the Piwaka Waka, which is, which is the fantail for those of you who... Um, hate the fact that Whitakers have Tadeo on their <laughs> packaging. chocolate packaging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are a little hasty, though. The votes don't open until the 17th of October. Okay. So, okay. Well, just so I, I you mean, know. in terms of, like, now that I've got a marketing job, I really do think we should start our three-point campaign soon. Um, okay. What's, which what's is the a first term. point? Well, the first point is, like, announcing the campaign. I see. So this yeah. is a soft I think this is a soft launch. Because soft I launch. think we need to discuss, like, where we're at with the P Waka Waka. Like, again, are we going back in? Are we going in until she wins, or? To be honest, yes. For me, okay. yes. You know how, like, sports people, like, just support, like, their team forever yes. and always, no matter what? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about the Piwaka Waka. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's okay. If you don't feel like that, that's something we can discuss on no. here, obviously, because... <laughs> hey, but did you know what the big news was? I actually had this written down to talk about um, a couple of weeks ago, but the Kakapo has actually um, withdrawn from the race this year as well. Why? What's going on? This is the exact quote. Skark, after two successful terms as your bird of the year, we are taking a step back from politics to focus on family, says spokesbird Sirocco. We, Kākāpō, are only 216 strong. We urgently need to focus on making more adorable Kākāpō chicks so we can grow our army of moss chickens and take over Aotearoa. Boom. The Kākāpō has not ruled out making a return to politics in the future. They want that is from theforestandbird.org.nz. Wow. That, who, who do you think in who Parliament wrote, wrote that speech? I want a job at Forest and Bird. This is what, okay, this is Bat Bowls Out for 2022. After causing a right flap in 2021, Pekka Pekka Toroa Longtailed Bat is returning to his dark, cozy cabbage tree hole for a cup of tea and a lie down. Pika Pika has spent the past year completing Bird of the Year duties, including posing for metal bird sculptures, tasty, testing Benito chocolate, and trying on comfy all, all birds kicks. Why am I stumbling on every word? Forest and Bird thanks Pika Pika for their service to the Manu of Aotearoa. What is Benito chocolate? 
Benito? Benito? A Benito. We don't talk about Benito. Whoa, whoa. So, yeah, for people who... Oh my god, we welcome anyone who's interested in joining the fun to back their favourite bird as a campaign manager. What the heck does that mean? We should... We This is a real launch. We are launching our uh, official stance on getting kick-ons to be the campaign manager for the P. Waka Waka 2022. Oh my god. Wow. You've got to put a team bio, a hashtag. <gasps> What's and our hashtag? Will you... P. Waka Waka for president. <laughs> what? <laughs> For poisoned. <laughs> yeah, what is poisoned? Like, like, because it's pee waka waka, so it's like poisoned. Uh, like a poisoned. I, like, I like that angle, but I think there's a more obvious word there. Like, waka waka, I don't know. this time for Africa. That's a Shakira song. <laughs> Shakira, we need to talk about too. I um, can't believe we haven't talked about Shakira. Like, what is going on with her? Oh my god, sorry, one second. It does say, would you be willing to speak to the media about your Bird of the Year campaign? This means we might pass your contact details to a journalist. Oh my god. Do you think this is how we get Tova? Oh, yeah. If she can get Vladimir Zelensky. Can we suggest which journalist it gets tasked to? Oh my god, wait, Bird of the Year. I swear there was someone running a Piwaka Waka one that I used to... Yeah, there was for a while, but like, uh, just like you, it feels like their um, love Whoa, for the Piwaka that, Waka is that actually... dwindling. Oh, they posted in November with the announcement of the Pika Pika taking out the title, we have made the decision to give up on birds. Oh, they're over. Okay. Oh, this is our chance. That. I'm going to fill it in. Do you know Yeah, what? fill okay. it in. Um, we used to like, I used to email someone about the coffee subscription from Forest and Bird. So I feel like I, I know them, but back to Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. She's committing fraud. She didn't she file is, her taxes. Well, yes. The government is say, saying that she hasn't paid her taxes in a really long time to the tune of like $12 million or something like that. But she's actually already paid the whole bill. Mm. So it was just a, I think, oversight somewhere. I don't know if she was actually, like, trying to not, like, to get away with tax fraud or if yeah. there was something that just went wrong in her accountancy team. There was a changeover in staff. It wasn't handed fully, over, that kind fully. of thing. I mean, a bat one bird of the year. Anything's possible. Literally. Um. Are we allowed to publicly talk about your good news? Yes, of course. So I literally had the greatest email ever today. Yeah. Um, to say that I have paid off my student loan. 12 years of since signing those papers to now. Yeah, what would you tell your younger self? I've got the photo. Um, I would say baby Jay. Spend more time drinking, spend less time caring about your student loan. No, do you know what I would say? I would say, please make sure you pay your student loan while you're in Australia. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> you, you cannot run from the government. I didn't know um, that at the time. Shakira? Like, because yeah, you were like, Shakira. I was Shakira at the time. No joke. But you're like, literally, no one tells you you can't run from the government. You just assume that you can. Until right? you fly home and then you're like, I'm definitely getting arrested today at I customs. Know. In front of my whole family will be waiting for me. They haven't seen me in a year. And I'll get arrested for the, what, like $1,000, $2,000 I didn't pay back to this year. Fully. I was more worried about going home and then being like, cool, I've had a great holiday, now I really need to go back to my friends and party. And mm. then the and then at customers, like, on the way back, they'll be like, oh, no, sorry, you're actually trapped here now. This is your new home, and uh, your mattress on the floor is no longer for you in Melbourne. That's what <laughs> I was more worried about. Who would have thought 10 years later you actually would have been told that you couldn't leave? I know. 
are all so true. <laughs> Pandemic vibes. Wow. Um, while we're on the topic of you, you've got an exciting week this week. I do have an exciting week. On Thursday. So if you are listening to Kick On's pod on the day it comes out, which is every Thursday, mm. you will now be privy. I don't know why where I'm coming up with all these flash words today mm. to info about reminding yourself to uh, listen to ZM at 7.30 PM um, to hear the world premiere of my new single, how to be lonely Yes, on the radio. Like I'm going to be on the radio. Oh, should I forgot about that element? That's so exciting. How crazy is it that like, I don't know. I've like literally been working for a year for, or just over a year for like all of this to be happening. And it's like actually happening. Like, yeah. It's actually this, working. It is working. Cause it's what you're meant to be doing. Wow. So yeah, tune in to Cam Mansell's, uh, the ZM late show and you will hear how to be lonely for the first time anyone's ever heard it that isn't in my close circle or um random strangers who i'm like do you get notifications when people listen to your private soundcloud no oh good (laughs) i have noticed there have been a huge spike in listens because i haven't the only people I send my private SoundCloud to are you and then people in the industry who I'm like, hey, like, check oh, you're, out. You're like, wow, lots of listens last week. It's just me. <laughs> I appreciate um, every single one. So exciting. And the video will be out on Friday too, which is yes. so exciting. After I know. The video... Like, get around it on Spotify, but please get around the video as well, because the video is a true labor of love. Like, it is just, like, a bunch of friends making shit happen, like, just for the joy of, like, seeing each other succeed. So true. It was the happiest day. Fully. It really was the happiest day. From start to finish... We really, we all connected on a level that we hadn't before. And I I think it shows in the video how much fun we were all having. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That was back in the beginning of our Be Real life. Oh my God, legit. We had no idea how crazy the world would be about Be Real, which are they really? like? Oh my God. Okay. So I had a message from friend of the pod Esther over the weekend who sent me this post from I think it was Diet Prada let me just fact check that about how Instagram are introducing a new sorry I've just seen a really exciting message I don't know you can't see it can't see that about someone coming on the pod officially (laughs) yes but you have to beep it out because we'll build some suspense whoa three-pronged Okay, someone, yeah. someone you... special is coming on the pod, and there will be a three-pronged approach to the announcement. Just saying, it's not the Piwaka Waka or the Pika. <laughs> so um, sorry, sorry, bird of the year fans, don't get your hopes up on that one. We're still working on that. Their team yeah. are relentless. It's a, but, it's a um, lockdown. It's thus still in lockdown. They. <laughs> okay, so it's called IG Candid. And I don't know if you remember, but a while ago I basically predicted or said someone else's prediction. I probably didn't actually come up with the thought that there is going to be Instagram are going to jump on the be real, be real, be real phenomenon. And so essentially it's basically um, every day at a different time, get a notification to capture and share a photo in two minutes. Like it's be real. And apparently it's coming. But soon. where do you put it? On your story, I think. Not 100% sure, but apparently it's going to be launching soon on Instagram. Whoa. Fuck. That Be Real must be shaking. Do you reckon? Because, like, Reels hasn't taken over from TikTok, you know what I mean? That is very true, but Reels is playing the game. It's like like Apple Music hasn't taken over from Spotify, but Apple Music does still exist. True. Do you know? Yeah. And Be Real is not Spotify. No. It's and not. Or TikTok. Be Real is just like, 
Pinterest? Nah, Pinterest is huge. Okay, I this brings me to another note I had written down, which was, so I'm like, oh, I've just remembered the reason why I won't, though. But I'll say it. I've been thinking recently, every time I get a goddamn notification from Snapchat, that I should delete it. But mm. then, as I was saying that, I remembered that I snapped your brother Jake. So Jake is huge on Snapchat. Actually, I just discovered this. He didn't reply to my last this. one. You should be relentless about that. I've discovered that Jake is um, all about snap maps now. And so if you, Jake is my youngest brother for those listening who don't know. He's absolutely fabulous. You think I'm fab? Jake, way more fab. Um, (laughs) If, and so he stalks people on, um, good lad. Yeah. So I'm actually a ghost on snap maps because I'm just like, I don't need people knowing where I am. I don't know what I am. Can you see me on your snap map? No, you must be a ghost. Oh, so you look at yours, do you? I, I actually would like to delete my Snapchat and yeah. start a new one. But I do enjoy one thing mm. about Snapchat. The memories? Yes. That's so funny. Good. That's so good because at the height of Snapchat, we were loose. But it wasn't so long ago that that uncomfortable, like, first year uni vibes exactly it's just like whoa i was like crazies i was such a fun girl not like why did i look like that why did i dye my hair bright red i know i actually had a really like special moment for your fringe the other day where i was like fuck off really yeah i did i was like shit it was actually so cool Wow! Thank you. Tell that to your mother. Do you know what I've been thinking? I need to to get this off my chest. What? I've been thinking about just, like, all the different hair evolutions I've had and, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, my hair is always definitely, like, a big phase of, like, where I am in the world and whatever. And I've just been like, what is Steph's next hair evolution? Like, because your bob is just so iconic and at this point, it's just, like, synonymous synonymous with, like, you. Like, Steph is the bob girl. She's got a fierce bob at all times. It could be below her chin. It could be above her chin. Wherever <laughs> it is, it is fucking lit at all times, you know? Yeah. I'm like, have you just found your haircut? And now for the next, like, 40 years, you're a, you're a woman with a bob? I do love the Anna Wintour, like, esque element of, like, having the same hairstyle for 30 years. Yeah. Um, There are some fabulous women that I work with who have really great, like, hair, like, post-60s hair, you know? So I can see where I'll go then. But for right now, I'm pretty happy with the bob. It It does feel like a waste of a haircut to be paying someone really amazing to do it, and then I just get a bob, but... No, there's nothing as good as getting a bob from someone who, like, can literally cut a, the straightest line ever. Yeah, it'll It be seems good. like something that, like, any Jim, Tim, or Sim... <laughs> What's the actual saying? Bob, Tom, Dick, Dick, and Harry. Or Harry. Tom, Tom, Dick, Dick or, or Harry. Tom, Dick, or Harry. Sorry, Tom. Guys, so, speaking of, Tom's has just done this really... Tom's of Tom's Cafe. Wait, <laughs> Tom's Cafe, owned by Tom. It's just Tom's. It's not Tom's Cafe. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. Of course, it's not Tom's Cafe. <laughs> but, yes. Has just done this really cool thing today where he um, did free coffees with boring oat milk, right? That's right. Yeah, free flat I whites. Just, can we just talk, like, for a second? Like... Tom's was just a just a twinkle in his father's eye, and now he's like working with a huge milk plant, a plant milk brand. A plant slay. milk brand that is slay. It's slay. It is. It's, it's slay it's behavior. It is slay behavior. Um, speaking of slay behavior, oh, I did want to say that um, I had a martini. I had two martinis over the weekend. And I have been been changed for good. Cracking up at the fact that you're now you're you went from being like I don't understand martinis to being like oh yeah I spend a hundred (laughs) dollars a week on martinis. (laughs) It's 
so true. The one I went to Margot, which is a new restaurant in Newtown, mm. and it was so good. It was just as good as the one at Londo. I also had one at Puffin on Friday night after the Nairi Wallace show, which we need to chat about. And it was not as good, but it was still good. The martini. I'm coming for your martini vibe. Yeah, you come join me. We'll get you a good one. How about we also do a... Mixology course? Yes! Like, one of those nights that, like, like a bunch of, like... 40 year old women like like they all go to a fun class together and they learn to make one cocktail really well so we went to nairi and wallace and in separate cities and we met up with ben who manages both artists which is like the man has taste um he also manages many other artists and that was kind of the chat on the way to puffin like so how do you take your martini he was vodka with a twist. So lemon. Vodka martini. Pretty sure, yeah. I didn't know that was an option. I've just got so much to learn at my mixology class. And Cakes by Anna. <laughs> Challenge us to mention, to go one episode without mentioning either of those two siblings. While she said um, she thinks the key is a chill, is the chilled glass. Fully, fully. Yeah. Okay, now let's get into some topics for the week. Uh, I have taken the lead today. I'm going through some personal issues and haven't had time to prepare. (laughs) I thought, you know what, Jason, take the week off. I got you, boo. I'm going to start with the first sip. Can I have my music, please? It's the first sip. Thank you. So um, I wanted to kind of do a different vibe of a... Sorry, I just can't believe you've come around to that music. (laughs) If we did a compilation of you being like, uh, I just don't know about this. (laughs) It's stop To end in, can I have my music, please? with my first set this week and I wanted to um, point our listeners towards an amazing organisation called Star Jam um, who are a charity who inspire young people with disabilities they call these people their jammers um, to experience themselves through music, singing, dance and performance and Jason and I have been, like, watching on the sidelines of Star Jam for ages, just, like, loving everything they do. Yeah. Loving everything they put out there. And they are currently in the last week of their Raise Your Hands fundraising campaign. Um, So you can donate through the link in their bio, which we'll put in our bio as well in the show notes. Um, And it's essentially just money to help them keep funding their... Uh, workshops and things that they put on throughout the year for free for um, yeah. their jammers. It's really um, cool. Um, my youngest brother, Jake, you might have heard about him earlier, my gorgeous brother, he is a jammer. Yes. Yeah, and he so loves it. He loves to sing and dance, and it's a space where he can do that without feeling any sort of pressure. It's just a space to, like, hang out with his friends and be, like, free to explore art and fun. Yes, it's so cool. I've, like, had a little bit to do with people from Star Jam in Wellington over the last wee while, and I just, like, think they're all so great. I hope that one day I will, like, be able to volunteer for them when the timing is right um, and the location is right, more likely, but... um. Please donate with us. We're going to give them some money this week for their Raise Your Hands campaign. And they've got some amazing reels. Like, their content is so great. Um, And there are lots of kind of jammers that they have interviewed a lot on their page. And, like, they highlight. And it's just really great. So, we love Star Jam. So, that is my first sip this week. Um, Before we go any further... We need to talk about the big news out of the VMAs last night, which was Taylor Swift announcing her 10th album, Midnight's, at the VMAs. I literally, 
I can't even tell you how ecstatic I was. That was the moment where I was like, oh, that's right. Good things happen to good people. <laughs> I was so unexpected. I like haven't really been keeping up with Dumois recently, but I know that like a while back they were kind of saying like stuff was being filmed and was it for Speak Now or was it for something new? Everyone's TS10 has been trending for ages, but yeah. to have it announced in such a chill way, she's like, Ugh. And also, like, I mean, I have kind of maybe not been on Swift Talk recently, but I feel like the Swifties were not predicting this. Not at all. But it made sense. And now that it's out there, Swift Talk is, like, in full, like, where were the clues mode. So the album Midnight is a collection of songs that Midnight's are, is a collection of songs that uh, have been written w- while trying to sleep, basically. And it's coming out on the 21st of October, which is also Kim Kardashian's birthday. <laughs> that and is such a reach. The dress that she wore at the VMAs was like a chained, I think mm. Oscar De La Rente. Ta. I need to fact check that. Was that true? I don't know, but it's Oscar de la Renta. Oh, ta. De, I thought you said de la Renta, not de la Not de la Renta. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently Swift Talk is saying it's a nod to a dress that Kim Kardashian Kim wore. And oh. uh, f- honestly, nah. if Kim pulls up for Midnight's, iconic. No joke. If they, like... If they rekindle or reconnect in a way that, like, is pop culture, like, history. If Katie it, and Taylor can do it, Kim and Taylor can do it. But if Kim and Taylor can do it, it'll be, like, do you remember the snake fiasco? Like, Taylor Swift literally went into hiding after Kim Kardashian and Kanye, like, uh, release those her. videos of her. Yeah. I think, like, I kind of feel like Kim wouldn't publicly reunite with Taylor because that would be a um, public fuck you, for lack of a better term, um, to, Kanye. to Kanye. And she wouldn't do that to her children. I think she wants to keep everything as un- um, publicized mm. as possible. Yeah. So I struggle to believe that that, but I would be so excited if it did happen. Me too. So excited. But Do you I think, think the Midnight's mm, the have tracks? names. Yeah. No, I don't. I think they're called track one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There are two sides, and I do also think that it's going to be poppier than it's giving off. I think we're getting a pop album. Wow. And I wonder if, like, we, me and Steph had this conversation the other night, if, like, Jack Antonoff is going to be involved or it's going to be an Aaron Dresser number. But, like, I'm wondering if she's going to work with producers that she hasn't worked with before. Say someone like Phineas. Whoa. That would be crazy. That's just what it's giving me, you know? Yeah, I'm into But I'm that. like, is is Taylor, like, is working with Phineas, like, too mainstream for, like, the Taylor of today? Or is that, like, the? I don't know. I just, like, I'm so excited. It makes me sick. And also on the same day, Carly Rae Jepsen's album comes out, too, um, which is called The Loneliest Time, which, like, I've never felt more connected to that bitch ever. <laughs> um, do you, Megan Trainor's album also comes out that day. Just fun fact. <laughs> that is such a fun <laughs> fact. I know. <laughs> I watched a full interview with Megan Trainor the other day. I just, like... Wanted to know what Who she was up to. She? It was, well, the the interview was all about how um, when she wrote all about that bass and she got signed, it's got her signed to a label. It was before she had management. It was before she had anything. It was just uh, L.A. Reid had heard the song and said, "Like we're gonna make you a star." L.A. And they, told me 
You'll, You'll be, a be a pop star. All you oh have God. to change is everything you are. And literally, that was what the interview was about. She was suddenly no. wearing pastels and she was like pigtails <laughs> and blonde hair. And she was like, this is not me at all. And she was like calling her family being like, I feel so stupid and I'm so embarrassed for my friends to see this. And then it became oh the number God. one song in the world. And so it's like, was it the wrong thing to do or was it the right thing to do? Like, how conflicting is that? That like, is so confusing. LA told me you'd be a pop star, all you have to change is everything you are, but you'll get your dreams. It's like, is it worth it? It's, <laughs> I don't Who know. Who knows? I don't and know. And to be honest, Megan Trainor's never really recovered from that image, you know? Like, she's mm. never been able to recreate that Re-invent. time. Mm, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but her new album's going to be huge. It's coming out on yes. the same day as Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Jepsen's album. And, like, is this the new Holy Trinity? Are we going to see a crossover? Are we going to see a VMA's performance with the three of them? Is, are they going to do a bang bang? <laughs> that would be the whitest shit ever. <laughs> I can't imagine what that would be like. Who would do the rap? Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer would be do- like- no, oh no. Megan would do the rap. Ooh. Um, Taylor would d- do the Jesse J, yeah. and Carly would do the Ariana Grande. Oh, <laughs> but LA, be LA, come on. <laughs> As two people who no longer eat meat, um, I eat fish, which is relevant to this conversation. Okay. Um. You know, eating takeaway is kind of difficult these days. And I would say that the one thing that I miss the most is having options at McDonald's. You know, I don't eat McDonald's a lot, but when the time calls, like, it sucks to just have fries, you know? And I recently tried something that potentially could change my life forever. And an article came out over the weekend um, on the spin-off by Rewete Kohere called Hear Me Out. The Filado Fish is the best McDonald's burger. And <laughs> it reads, I took a leap of faith recently, ditching the cheeseburger and recklessly ordering, as my dad did all those years ago. With the once disturbing Filado Fish bo- burger box before me, I took a bite. And just like that, my McNuggets days were over. So essentially, this article is about how he discovered that the filet fish was the new burger for him. And the thing that was life of the party to me was these um, bits of the article, which explains that the filet fish was rooted in inclusivity, invented by... Cincinnati, Ohio franchise owner Lou Groen in 1962, the burger was his answer to falling hamburger sales on Fridays due to his restaurant being situated in a predominantly Roman Catholic neighborhood. Whoa! (laughs) I just have never thought about, like, McDonald's, like, a franchise owner being like, you know what, I'm going to put my own burger on the menu. Well, yeah, true. That is crazy. So, for those of you who don't know, Anna and Tom, you don't need to listen to this bit, but <laughs> Catholic pe- people who are in the Catholic Church, Catholic people, don't eat meat on Fridays. So the fish burger was like a way to get sales um, through those days. And by the mid-60s, the fillet of fish was added to menus across the U.S. Wow. I know, and since then the burger has become popular with Jewish and with the Jewish and Muslim communities too, and because like the ingredients work the best with their dietary like practices, and it oh so it there is now like a fillet fillet sorry fish fillet deluxe burger, um which you can get and yeah so I'm just like here we are inclusivity fillet fish. Have you ever had one? I probably have, but I literally have no memory of having one. But I do know that I have, like, a... I have my wall up. Yeah, and so did I. Fish. 
Yeah, so it's like I. lime milkshake and filetto fish. <laughs> yeah, that used to be like a running joke. It literally was a running joke. I know. Now we're more like walking joke people because like <laughs> we don't run anywhere. Do you know what? Watching people run across the road. I'm like, like for oh. fitness or because they're late? No, because oh. because they're worried a car is going to hit them. Well, don't cross the road. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you don't need to run for a car. Just walk. Anyway, yeah. I've, I don't know if I've had a fillet of fish or not, but how about I say this publicly? Okay. The next time I am feeling like, girl. Fishy? Looking fishy? I think fishy? I'll eat some fish because I do think that the next, like, meat... I eat will be fish. Mm-hmm. I will. I will eat a fillet of fish. I will try I a fillet of fish, to... steamed bun, because they have steamed buns. Yes, and it's apparently the steamed bun it. is lit, and you can actually order. Like you can choose to get your bun steamed instead of getting a grilled bun on any burger. You can. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just really realizing I totally misquoted this. Um. Uh, article. It actually said in 1996 the fillet of fish was replaced in the US by the fish fillet deluxe so that the McDonald's could like make it more sophisticated but the blowback was so overwhelming that they had to reinstate the original burger. Crazy, eh? Whoa, that is so crazy. So yeah, like look, I think I just wanted to put out there publicly that historically I've been against the fillet of fish, fish. Like, vehemently, vehemently, it's, vehemently. You have no idea, listeners, how historically <laughs> this has been. Like, we have literally, like, yelled at um, McDonald's workers, patrons, like, <laughs> no. anyone who listened to us. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever uh, seen those people who picket um, gay weddings. <laughs> no, funnily enough. But that was us That's with us. the Philadelphia right. Fish Burger. For a decade, we've been displaying those behaviours. But what have we done? Changed. We've learned, you know, and there's always room for growth. Yeah, Louis and CK we have... touring New Zealand? Maybe not, but gross. <laughs> that is well, not so... touring, but playing. One show. Did you notice that? Okay, so Louis CK, I just like hate that we've brought this up and now people know about it. Do not go oh, yeah. if you're listening to this. But... Louis C.K. is coming to New Zealand, but there's no, like, um, promoting team connected to it. It's not like uh, ZM presents Louis C.K. or Blah Blah presents Louis C.K. ZM does present How to Be Lonely at Jason Parker 7.30 on Thursday night, but not Louis C.K. And that's shocking to me. I'm like, this is one of the most, like, famous people in the whole entire world, and he is touring the world independently like is he funding Indep- it himself well i assume so it was just like no nothing on that poster suggested that like some media company was bringing him here okay my peak too soon this week is really gonna fucking shock you because i'm not sure if Ooh. you've seen this around at all oh but it's God. another article so i was listening to uh, a podcast that i love which is Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. And it's quite often recaps of the house, Real Housewives. So, so you might, um, it might not relate to you always, but it is, he's amazing. He is just like one of the best. Um, and he recently had the Lady Gang on his podcast. I'm not sure if you are familiar with who the Lady Gang are, but they essentially have been podcasting for fucking years. And they're three friends. And uh, one of them is Becca Tobin. And she played Kitty on Glee. You know who I mean? Yes. Yes. Love her. Okay. So every time Danny has them on, they always talk about house size, but every time Danny has them on, they he tries to get some Glee stuff out of her. Um, yes. And it never really works. But he essentially brought up this uh, article that it was posted on the 23rd of this month on Insider called Inside the Glee Project, a wild, traumatizing competition show guided by Ryan Murphy's impulses. Yes, yes. Written by Charlotte Walsh. Have you read this? No, never, but it makes so much sense. Oh my God. So essentially, okay, so for people who don't know, this is the first paragraph. Okay. Um, 
In 2010, Glee had taken over primetime. Its first season finale nabbed 11 million viewers, making it the highest rated final episode for any new show that year. The cast had 25 singles chart on the Billboard Hot 100 in 2009 and most by any artist since The Beatles. Online fan accounts were dedicated to sharing posts, uh, sorry, photos of the cast daily. Meanwhile, the team behind Glee was looking for another way to cash in on the craze. The result was The Glee Project, a reality show dedicated to finding the next series star. The only criteria? To win? Be inspiring to Ryan Murphy. I nearly said Michael Murphy then. So, this article basically (laughs) highlights the insanity that this show didn't show you. So, basically, it's basically like contestants and actually the series. Did you watch it? Did we watch it together? I think, I definitely watched it. I I definitely watched it. Maybe, so... Uh, it came out in 2010, 11. We must have watched it together. Fully, yeah. Um, like, some good shit happened from that show. Or some, like, great talent came through that show. Exactly. Anyway, you go. So you Alex go. Newell and also um, another superstar um, who's the now one won who's... Tony's, is, whose name is, one moment please... There was quite a few of them. The ones who were the Flash and or Supergirl. Well, yeah. So Supergirl, yeah, yeah. But then the one that she married. Did you know he was like head up for abusing her? No. Yeah. This isn't is this article as well. Oh my god! I can't scroll fast enough. What was her name? Ali Stoker. Is it her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's won Tonys? I'm pretty sure she's amazing. She's illegally blonde. Um. She was also on the show. So, okay, but the why it's a peak too soon is essentially they had no idea what they were doing. The show was not um, a Fox production. It was an Oxygen production, which, like, kind of fell under the same umbrella. But they had to live in a Jewish summer camp in bunk beds. There was no air conditioning. They were told that they had to watch out for ticks. The outhouse didn't, bathrooms didn't have roofs. Um, one contestant said it felt like um, they were being detained by their will. Half that and half like, we're doing this for TV. And then season two was filmed on the set of the real world. They lived on the set of the real world. Whoa. Isn't that hectic? That so, hectic. I don't know. A lot of the the contestants were saying like, Part of it was really fun, but then they'd get to the end of the week and they had to perform in front of Ryan Murphy and they knew he was just like this wacky guy who had like an eye for talent, but they would be terrified to perform for him. Oh my God, that is so... Remember that reality TV show where Andrew Lloyd Webber got to like choose the... The next new, um, the next star for his new musical, Joseph or, um... There was a wicked a Dorothy. one. Dorothy, Wiz- Wizard of Oz. Yeah, oh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's really that... crazy. Yeah, would never. God, the world used to be like the world's crazy today in a different way, but the world used to be so crazy. It was crazy without. I mean, no, that's quite flippant. What I was going to say, I was like, it was kind of crazy without consequences. But then there was also like a war in Iraq. But like, yeah. <laughs> I don't the know, crazy behavior, just... like, did push, like, having a show like the Glee Project have someone like Alex Newell as their like front runner and star was really groundbreaking. That's true, and like a lot of what was put in this um, article, which I really recommend people read, was like talking about how they would be like. Well, Glee's a really sexualized show, and there was one episode, like, the um, the sexuality episode, or all that kind of stuff, like, definitely they were, like, breaking barriers in terms of bringing, well, Glee, anyway, was bringing mm. disability and, like, sexuality, that's, um, or, like, not sexuality, but sexuality to the forefront, like, your preference, who you date. Yeah. yeah Is that sexuality? sexuality? I was thinking, yeah. like... And gender, it was, and gender as well. 
Yeah, totally. Like when Alex Newell joined the show as Unique, that Mm. was someone who was on primetime television wearing dresses and wigs and hair and wigs and hair. (laughs) Love it. And heels and was just like trying to figure out who they were on primetime television. But also, if you go back and listen to the start of Kick On Spot, there will be episodes where we are talking about how Glee is the hottest new show ever. Like, 10 years on. (laughs) But shit, that that shit is controversial. Yeah, it's pretty um, confronting. But at the time, it was necessary. I was a Glee girl hard. You were a what, sorry? A Glee girl. Oh, I was a gleek. Kind of, sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Gleek. Okay. Well, yeah, gleek. I really recommend reading that article. It, it makes you wonder why they made it, but like you say, there was some amazing talent and messaging through that show. So, I think they were like trying to compete with shows like American Idol. Yeah. Because true. back then, American Idol, you could not fault. We we would get together as a family, as a as a friend group, and sit down and watch American Idol. Like, remember when that was it? Like watching singing competition shows. Oh, bring it not just back. talking about them. I'm but sick like of making plans. I just them, want to stay like, home and watch singing shows. Do you think there'll ever be a a moment in time again where a singing reality show is like? It. Not like the mass singer, but like really finding, <laughs> really finding like real. Well, it is like people love the mass singer. True. Um, real talent, like, I'd like finding finding so. your Kelly Clarkson. Like, do you think a reality television show will ever find another Kelly Clarkson or a Adam Lambert or a Carrie Underwood or a um, Susan Boyle? Susan Boyle, absolutely, or a a Michael Murphy, for example. (laughs) You know, I'd really like to think so. You know, I'm a glass half full kind of gleek, and I'd really like to think so. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. I wanted to kind of talk about the Don't Worry Darling saga, but I don't really know enough about it. But, like, the whole Shia LaBeouf. I know. Um, So, what I know about it, I've watched all of the videos... Shia, 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 oh, Shia, Shia, my baby Shia, I'm willing to try, try. <laughs> That's literally what it was. <laughs> literally. It's TikTok sound. You know what, like, fuck Shia LaBeouf, like, I don't want to stress Play. that enough. Wait, hold up. <laughs> For anyone who is not on board this, on board on board with this. Yeah. Uh, the drama is that Olivia Wilde directed a new movie at that starring Harry Styles, but before Harry Styles was the star of it, Shia LaBeouf, Buff? I don't LaBeouf. know. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf was, um, was the star and got axed from the movie. And it was said that he was asked to leave because the crew and the cast, um, were feeling uncomfortable around him. So he was axed and Harry mm-hmm. Styles came in and then Olivia and Harry had this uh, romance on set um, and they're still dating today and we're pretty sure, not, uh, you know, it's not the same as it was. It's about her. Mm. Um, but what we found out later this week is that Shia was not fired. So essentially, Olivia Wilde did an article over the weekend, like an interview, saying why. She said essentially that Shia's process was not conducive to a positive like working environment and that it was kind of Florence Pugh, who's the other star of the movie, leading that charge. Which... Turns out to not be true because Shia LaBeouf then posted a video of Olivia Wilde. It's like her driving recording herself on a video, which is alarming. Um, saying Shia, 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 Shia. Shia, um, Shia, 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 Shia. <laughs> she says like, 
I think this is, I'd really like to give this a try. Like, if you can work it out, if Miss Flo can work it out, she says, like, um, I think this is a bit of a wake-up call for Miss Flo, um, whatever the fuck that means. So something went down, obviously, with um, Florence Pugh and Shia LaBeouf. And, like, honestly, maybe she was just saying, hey, you really want me? I'm not working with him because he is a known abuser. Um, which is really fair enough. So, but that's just me, like, assuming. Um, and Olivia Wilde was obviously trying to keep him. So, like, Fair Jews, he posted this week and was like, hey, this isn't actually what happened. Mm. And Florence has now said that she'll only be doing two appearances for the movie. There was, there's been reports of, like, a breakdown in the relationship between Olivia and Florence, basically since production wrapped. Um... And so, maybe more will come out. Yeah, well, Florence is doing no, um, she's not doing the press tour except for uh, Venice, Venice, yeah, Venice Film Festival. Um, And I'm like, are they going to slay her there? How, have you watched the trailer? No. You should watch it. Yeah, I I think I'll see the movie. I would like go to the theatre to see it. Yeah, but I just feel like this is all so oversaturated that I just don't give a shit about the movie anymore, which I know is, like, toxic, but... I think this movie will not be as good as the drama surrounding it, but... Yeah. And where's Harry's two cents, you know? Harry Styles is um, unavailable for two cents because he's too busy queer baiting. <laughs> well... You heard it here first. Heard it here All first. Right. Um, speaking Let's... of Skur, I also just want to do a quick shout out to Nicki Minaj. Who Did she win first... like a... Yeah, she won the Vanguard Award, which is the like uh, services highest to honor. pop music award. Yeah, highest honor of the MTV Music Awards, which we have not talked about at all. But, oh my God, uh, watching the music Watching the performances from the MTV Awards. Oh, we did talk about mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Yeah. She feels very old. Oh, my God. I felt so old. So old. I don't know who but... anyone was, but do you know about the gossip about Young Gravy and Addison Ray's? Not at mom? all. Could not care oh. less about either of them. Okay. Do you want me to say what it is? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. oh my God. Crazy, Sorry. Right? Sorry. Could not care less before right now. Now I'm absolutely <laughs> interested. So Addison Ray's dad got outed as like a major creep recently. He essentially Whoa. has been separated from the mum. I think her name's Sherry, but don't quote me. Um, for ages. Well, actually, no. I don't know how long it's been. That is he- so crazy. You know the like Addison Ray um, Disney show? That was Charlie D'Amelio. Oh. Addison Rae is the one who is, like, friends with Kourtney Kardashian. Oh, my God, your face. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Charlie D'Amelio this whole time. Yeah, no. So, Addison Rae is the other one. Who is, is she? a terrible thing to say. She a sister? Addison Rae. No, she's a completely different person and family. <laughs> but she's a TikToker. <laughs> oh, no. Talk about feeling old. Wait, let me... Oh, I can't show you. Do you Pull her up. Shit? No, I'll I'll Google yeah, Addison. Yeah, you Ray. look. Okay. I really thought Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio were the same person until right this second. No, I'm not joking. Every time I've read Addison Ray, I've thought it was Charlie D'Amelio. No joke. Whoa. I know. Well, have I Fuck. got news for you. Got as far as this. we know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with the marriage between the D'Amelio parents, okay? I just want to make that really clear. Um, but Addison Ray's dad got out of it as being a super creep. T- Tana Mojo was, like, the one who kind of let it out after, like, being baited by him to out her him. I don't know. It was real weird. Anyway, um, then this, like, rapper, I assume he is, called Young Gravy. Is his name Young Gravy? I feel like I need to fact check this because I'm calling him Young Gravy. So Addison Ray did that Netflix film. With Kourtney Kardashian? What oh, was the film? Yeah, 
Like um, the Never Been there. Kissed. The remake. She's all the there. Remake. Yeah. I'm not joking. I thought that was Charlie D'Amelio this whole time. Wow. Wow. Like no, I knew it, it was Edison Ray. I just forgot that Charlie D'Amelio and Edison Ray were not the same person, which makes so That's much sense. That's okay. You what should like get your niece to like inf- like teach you about this. Whoa. She actually, oh man, she's so cute. She like sends me voice memos because um Facebook uh Messenger has a for kids now, Facebook Messenger for kids. Oh. So you can have like certain people on it that your person who controls the messenger can accept. And so I'm one of them. That's cool. And she's like, Hey Jason, uh, I've been practicing this song and it's always a like TikTok song. And then she's just like Havana Unana Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, 2028. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so it is Young Gravy. So Sherry is the mum. So basically, like, Young Gravy came out and was like, oh, Addison Ray's dad, you're so shit for, like, cheating on your wife and being a creep. Your wife's hot. And then the wife was like, yeah, I'm going to get with Young Gravy. And now they walked the VMA's red carpet together and were, like, smooching each other. And they even smooched during Vicky Nikki's Vanguard speech. And it was showed on TV? It was shown on TV, yes. Wow. Did you <laughs> say shown because I said showed? Yes. Young Gravy's hot. I thought the same, and so is Sherry. Oh, here they are. Oh, she's so little. Yeah. So, like, <gasps> who knows if it's a PA? PA? PA, PR stuff. PR. Sorry. No, it's um, fine. At the end of the day, it really sucks for Addison Rae because her parents are like just making a mockery of her and she's trying to have a serious career. What was that face for? Because they look like the craziest couple. I know. She's got like butt cutouts. Good on her. She looks hot. No joke. Addison Rae's mum is hot. Hot, 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 and Young Gravy is also pretty sexy, but together, bizarre. Bizarre. But and whatever. Of bizarre, if in love, who are we to judge? Yeah. Shall we say the mantra? We should. Two thousand and one to two thousand and eight. There ain't a song that, that we hate. We hate. Now, Jason, Can I just on? firstly commend you? I've been thinking mm-hmm. this for a few weeks now, but every single week, it's Steph different. says that different. Thank you. She does. She comes up with <laughs> new ideas every week. And girls, we've been doing this for two years. And most of the time, it's been the exact same line. I mean, you go to the earlier days, it was slightly <laughs> different and make any sense. But now it, we get it. Are you, is it annoying for you when you edit it, if I say it different every time? No, no, not at all. Nothing's annoying. It's all. (laughs) Do you want to add some more play against there, sir? No, see, remember when I told you that people think I'm lying when I'm not? (laughs) (laughs) That was genuine. (laughs) Some of my new colleagues have been like, your tone is so like, I'm like, oh God. Faggy. Uh, it's, that's not the words they use, but Thank it's God, basically imagine. what they were implying. Uh, um, I'm like, the I'm tone is so here. like. Mm, I mean, I was like sarcastic because that's what I'm going for, but I hope they're picking it up. I um, hung out with uh, I like golden member friend of the pod leash over the weekend. Golden, so she, member. so when me and Steph met. This like our friend Leash was also there with us, so she's been she's been through it with us this whole time. <laughs> and I haven't we haven't seen her for about four years because of the pandemic. But wow. she flew over to Auckland, and I got to hang out with her for one night only. And she reminded me of a time in our first year at uni where me and her got sent to the. Uh, principal's office <laughs> yes. for uh, um, bullying. partying too much. Well, oh. it was for bullying. Well, it was for bullying. <laughs> that was what they were trying to say that we were doing. Mm. 
Um, but what we were really doing is just like being too loud at nighttime and partying yeah, too hard. Anyway, printers off balconies. Yes, which was mm-hmm. the last draw. I like looking back. I can see <laughs> why we may have been brought into the office. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, "What is going on?" I'm anyway, just living my life. So we got brought into the office, and the the dean or the whoever was in charge of us. I think was, dean is like a nice way of putting like coordinator. Wasn't I she know. just like? Isn't that weird to think that like that she could just be like a the job programs that... coordinator? Well, she was an important person because she was like threatening to kick us out of our accommodation. Maybe she was the like accommodation supervisor. Supplement. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so the accommodation supplement was uh, trying to kick us out of the accommodation because we were being uh, raucous. Raucous. Thank you. That's a great word. But she described she described me as like you know people like you (laughs) you know you know people like you are just like a bit like and she never said anything offensive but she kept being like people like you were just like you know you you know what people like you were like people like you (laughs) and i was like (laughs) you should write a song people like you (laughs) People like you are happy. (laughs) But what she meant is faggy. (laughs) (laughs) And you can hear more about those years. 7.30 Thursday with Cam Metzl, who was there and probably also threw something over a balcony. Boom. That is so true. (laughs) Legit. Okay, Jason, after all of that, what are you adding to the playlist? Okay, well, I've got a song for you to add, okay? Okay, perfect. Let me just double check. Can you, um, can you, wait, wait. This has never been done before on Kick On's pod. But what we're going to do now is, yes. So what we're going to do now, and this is totally brand new. So this has never been done on the pod before, but Steph is, in fact, picking a song for me because I haven't had time to prepare for the pod, but. I've been just as delightful anyway. Right? Absolutely. Right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no. That was for the a listener to answer to. <laughs> right. Sorry. We'll give you a pause again. Right? Thank you. <laughs> so this week, Steph is going to describe a song to me. Oh. And I'm going to have to guess what that song is that I'm adding to the playlist. Wow, okay. What are the parameters? Like, because I could the just... The parameters... Sing... Oh, uh, yeah, no, no lyrics. Okay. You can hum, though. Okay. Do you want it to be easy or hard? How about we sell, start with hard? Maybe you describe the song with your words first. Okay. Edgy. Edge of Glory. No, sorry. Um, Relevant to this episode. Glee. Not that I can remember. Nicki Minaj. No. Okay, okay. We're going down to medium. Okay. Um, uh, The artist's surname... Yes. Is relevant to one of us. More. Yes. More. Mandy Moore. <laughs> no. Damn it. Okay, now we're going down okay. to easy. Where you Ellie hung. told me. Oh. Pink! <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the song is. All about that face, Megan Trainer. No, it's fucking not. Don't you dare. It's not. It's just like a pill. Alicia Moore Pink. That is such a good song. So my song I'll be adding this week to the playlist is Just Like a Pill by Alicia Moore's Pink. 
Amazing. What a great wow. choice. Now, I'm about to blow your mind. And the song I'm adding to the playlist is the song that the contestants sung when they got eliminated from the Glee project. <laughs> Do you remember what the song is? No idea. <laughs> Would you like to play the game again? Okay. Okay, let's start at hard level. <laughs> okay, the hard level is earlier when I was cooking HelloFresh, yeah. I obviously sung it out loud but forgot about it. And then my flatmate slash friend, Ina, was like, just started singing it. And I was like, did you hear me sing that? And she said, I don't know. Did I? I was like, I don't know. And so we're not sure if we had a telepathic moment or I sung it out loud and she then she sung it loud a few minutes later. Okay. I believe that the song is... Sorry seems to be the hardest word, Elton John. Okay, it's not that. Okay, medium level. The artist has been in the media a lot recently. And is Canadian. Oh, uh, um, media, Can I- oh Shania Twain. Not Shania Twain. Recently released some new music. Okay, easy level. Yeah. Cause you know I'll make a thrill, make a thrill. Oh, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> yeah. So keep yeah. holding on. Add it to the playlist. Cause we'll make it through, make it through. She is a good, no, sorry. She is a great songwriter and I believe that Avril Lavigne will be the moment once again. Wow, I can't wait for that moment. I believe it will happen. It's happening, like, soon. Like, next year. I reckon Agreed. she'll be playing Coachella. Girls, please, please, please tune into ZM tonight, if you're listening on Thursday, uh, at 7.30pm. Can we uh, listen how to, to be that lonely. Yeah. Um, no, ZM online. iHeartRadio. Yeah. Oh, ZM online. I have no idea. Just, like... Google, Google it. it. Google it, girls. <laughs> it will be in the show bio? notes. The link for ZM online okay. will be in the show notes. Okay. So please tune in and it'll be the world premiere of my new single on the radio. I'd love you to be there. And also the music video is going to be premiering on TV, on Juice TV, which is on Freeview, Channel 100. Or you can go to Juice TV online. And watch it there or YouTube, like duh. Love it. Follow Kick on Spod, listen to the playlist, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, we will. Goodbye. Oh, watch the sound what? of music on the weekend. Just oh, did you? Goodbye. You're so empty. So empty.